what do you want? Because a lot of times when I sit down with a client, I actually learn that they have no idea what they want. And then women in general, we are told what we're supposed to wear, what we want, who we're supposed to marry, what jobs we're supposed to be. And we've been told this since a young age, um, how we're supposed to act. And I think it's really messed with us to the point where we don't know what we want anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that gets even worse after you grow up and you have a family and you have kids and you have this life that you've just have in your hands and you're like, wait a second, I didn't even know how I got here. And then you have all the expectations of every other person in your family and it just gets heavy. Mm -hmm. And I think too, we're told so often like that we're supposed to make everybody else happy. And that just makes me sad to think about it like that. But anyways, my number one tip would be to figure out what you want and it takes time. Like, I don't think you can sit here and listen to this and be like, oh yeah, I want this. Or you might even think you want that, but play it out, like role play with yourself to find Mm -hmm. out and navigate if that's something that actually feels good for you. And it's not something that other people are telling you. And if you're like, how do you find out what you want? Ask yourself. Hey friend, welcome to the Ready to Rise podcast with your host, me, Audrey Rose. This is the podcast all about taking your life to the next level. Join me on my journey as I create a life that I'm obsessed to wake up for every day. I hope that you are ready to create a life that you really, really love. Are you ready to rise? Real quick shout out to my new listeners in the UK, France, and Singapore. Welcome to the Ready to Rise podcast. Love you so much. You know, if you've been listening, I love to see your face in my DMs. I want to connect. I want to know who you are. I just want to see your face. So hit me up there. And also, you guys, if you haven't seen in my stories lately, I have a code for gut personal. It's ready to rise. I have put the link up a couple of times. If you haven't seen it, you can always DM me. If you forget, I can link it in the show notes too, but you know how passionate I am about my gut health. So again, it's ready to rise when you go to gutpersonal.com. My favorite things are the bloat bundle and the magnesium supplement. Let's get into our episode with Jess Clerk. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this. She's amazing. And here we go. Your podcast is kind of re-pivoting into talking about these things. And so it's perfect timing to just, I don't know. I just, I love what you're doing, talking about how you know, societal standards and everything that's going on, how that can kind of pressure us into these decisions Mm -hmm. and like changing it up should not be as big of a deal as we make it out to be. Right. And I make it out still to be a big deal. I have to talk myself into like changing my mind is okay because it stops us a lot of the time from making those steps, like trying something or even saying, this is what I want. Because a lot of our decisions are like that because society pressures us into this box. It's like picking a major in, in university or oh, in college. Oh, wow. What a good analogy. Society yeah. pressures you into picking something when you're 19 years old, which is insane. Yeah. And then expects you to stay with it your whole freaking life. Yeah, like, that's not cool. That's not, that's not the norm. <laughs> like, that should no. be normal, but unfortunately it is. And it's interesting. So for myself, I just pivoted with my podcast into supporting women on these unconventional life paths and helping them to live their truth, speak their truth, be themselves and be proud of who they are. Even if it's a little weird or society tells them that it's not normal. And you were actually my first guest in that pivot. Love it. (laughs) And that was just such a great reminder to me on how important this topic is. Yeah. Because well, the world keeps telling us uh, that we're doing it wrong and we're not doing it wrong. 
We're not. I was actually just speaking with a friend this morning about her pivot and similar story to mine where she left a relationship that wasn't serving her. And, you know, oh no, society says you shouldn't be a single mom. Society says like you should have forgiven him for his infidelity or whatever. And she was like, no, actually, no, I'm going to do this. And she is so happy moving Mm -hmm. into this new lifestyle. And yeah. And we we just spoke about that. You know, we have to talk about this more, make it normal to speak about these things because that's what helps us grow and support each other and living a life we love. And and when you even said that you like scrunch up your face, because you're just like, like, what the frick? Like, why isn't this normal? Yeah. Like to be happy, to live a life that you're excited exactly. about and everybody questions it because it doesn't look as perfect on paper, like with the white picket fence and the whole, you know, 2.5 kids and everything. Like exactly. why, why, if you don't have that, you're not happy. Yeah. Your, your society doesn't think you're happy. <laughs> I know like, you can't be happy without kids. Come yeah, on. That's and not like, allowed. Wait a second. Wait a you second. don't even have a fence. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, I don't have a wow. fence. See what's <laughs> wrong with you. <laughs> but it's interesting. Cause my husband and I actually chose the route of living abroad for a year. So Fine. he got a project in Barbados and we decided to go down there. We actually, it was supposed to be, I was supposed to be able to come back and forth. I'd be able to build my business at home. And then okay. I'd visit down there and I could go, you know, back and forth and live wow. both lives and have this super cool, like travel lifestyle business travel lifestyle. And I see your face and it's like, yeah, that sounded amazing. <laughs> I can't pick um, up my jaw. <laughs> I know because it's super cool. But then the pandemic hit and that wasn't an option for me to go back and forth uh, yeah, at all. So totally. I had to, we had to move down there permanently, semi-permanently, I should say. And so we packed our cats up, we moved our life down there and I lost everything. And as an independent woman, who's trying to build a business, mm-hmm. who goes from you know, having everything I need up here to not even having access to my bank accounts to not being able to drive. I didn't get a driver's license down there, um, to my husband being gone all the time. So I was just by myself, um, afraid to go for a walk because it was terrifying, like not leaving the house, like everything is just a total shift for me to independent businesswoman to housewife too afraid to even leave. And that was just never the title I ever wanted. I love my husband, like freaking love him. super cool, but I didn't want to be a housewife and not that there's anything wrong with that. But for me, it wasn't my identity and it was not for me. And, and it wasn't even a choice. It felt like it was just not a choice because everything, as we moved, everything was taken away. Right. I thought I would still have freedom and independence. And I just didn't even have money anymore because we obviously had Canadian banks and we were in another country and it just wasn't as easy for us to access funds like we used to. And um, yeah, it was a very big shift for me. And that was actually the shift that pushed me into starting my podcast once I came home, because I thought, oh, once I come home a year later, Mm -hmm. uh, I'll just go back to my normal life. I'll get in my car and uh, my business will be thriving and I'll just like be totally normal and everything's gonna be great. And it wasn't, it was not the same. Obviously Canada still was not the same in the pandemic and Mm -hmm. my business wasn't the same. My personality wasn't the same coming home and expecting everyone to still be themselves too, after we've gone through such traumatic year, um, was not the norm. And so it has taken me a long time. And even now still going through it, 
but that was what pushed me to start my podcast. Cause I wanted to find my confidence again. I wanted to find myself again so and so good. Yeah. Surrounding myself with so many women. Now I'm learning that everybody is going through that and uh, that they're not, I wasn't alone in not knowing who I was post pandemic. And mm-hmm. so, and I think you've talked about that too, Audrey. So it's interesting to hear everybody's story in it. And that's why I started a podcast because I was like, I'm not alone. <laughs> and other yeah, people and need people, to know that. People need to hear that. Exactly. Mm. Because I think when one of us is kind of stuck, maybe in this place, right. Where we think, you know, not even just the societal standards, but beyond that, you know, maybe our own standards that we've set for ourselves, where we just start to think like, I need to stay in this box that I've created for myself. Mm -hmm. And then as we start to grow out of that, it feels so weird, but just spreading the word that like, Hey, like, it's cool to feel like this. Like who cares? Mm -hmm. We're living our lives. Right. And like chasing what's making us happy for the future self that we're going to be. And it's interesting too, how you say, like, you start to feel weird. Because mm-hmm. you're making a choice that feels freaking good for you. Yeah. But it's weird because society tells you it's weird. Yeah. And your mom has told you that that's weird. Like, <laughs> right. oh, you're not going to like that. Or, yeah. you know, your aunt Sue at the potluck told you maybe you shouldn't eat those things. Or what are you yes. thinking doing all these things and all those pressures that we've been put on ourselves and opinions from other people. Although their opinions, I'm sure are valid. They can keep them to themselves. But it feels weird because it's kind of told. We're told that it's weird. Yeah. And I think too, some of that comes with us not sharing our stories or maybe Mm -hmm. like, like, it just made me think like, wow, like amazing that you started this podcast talking about these things, but I'm sure you were scared to start your podcast. Oh, frick. Yeah. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. So scary. You know, even now still I'm scared every day to come on the mic. Who am I to say these things to people, but dude, like people need to hear this. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) that's the thing. Like it's scary to start to share your story, but you empower so many other people to change and to go after it and to know like that it's normal to have these feelings. Mm -hmm. Even just to voice their opinion. I actually was at a conference a few weeks ago and somebody, their limiting belief was that people tell them that they're too much. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I would love to be too much. I would love for someone to tell me that I am too much. My thing is that I'm too afraid to even say the thing or to voice the opinion. So I'm going to be the shy, scared girl in the corner. I want to have my voice. I want to be able to just like comfortably be too much. (laughs) And for her, that was a hard one because she's like, the world tells me that I'm too much. And this was like, wow. And I, when I told her that my perspective on her being too much, she's like, oh, I never thought of it like that. And I'm like, Like, that'd be so cool if someone told me I was too much. (laughs) Yeah, like, just go for it. Like, be yourself, honestly. Mm -hmm. So tell me more about starting your podcast and how that felt for you and what led you to starting it when you came back. Yeah. So when I came back again, I thought that everything was going to go back to normal and I would just be cool. And I had a podcast on my heart for a while. Um, and I had seen Keisha who was doing the course. You did it as well, who was teaching us how to start a podcast. And I was like, you know what? Like when I come home, I'm going to do that podcasting thing. And I always put that on when I go home, you know, this is what I'll do. I'll be happy. Then I'll have a thriving business. I'll start the podcast. I'll do the thing when the timing is right. Um, and I got home and the timing never felt right. And I had this thing on my heart called the year of confidence. And I wanted to find myself again through taking daily actions for a whole year uh, to find my confidence again. And I kept pushing it off. I was like, Oh, I'll start at July 1st. And then I'll start at August 1st and I'll start at September 1st. And I just kept pushing it off because I never felt ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually I got to the point where I said, October 1st, let's go. And October was the month that I also signed up for the podcasting course. and was like, I'm going to be launching my podcast in October. Let's do this. And yes. I kind of paired it all up 
to just dive headfirst and figure it out as I go. And so with my year of confidence, it first started out with like certain goals that I wanted to hit every month, every day, I would do these tasks and it's evolved into this thing where I started to say yes to things that I would never say yes to, or going to do things by myself or getting uncomfortable so in different places in my life. And yeah. even talking to strangers, which shouldn't be hard. I actually felt nervous to share some of it because I was afraid of the judgment of someone being like, seriously, you don't have confidence to do that. Um, but remember we're all on different journeys and some of us are really outgoing. Some of us are introverted and uh, it was so scary for me, a lot of these things. So I'm on now like day 272, October will be one year. And wow, I can easily sit here and like nitpick and judge the things that I did quote unquote wrong, Mm -hmm. but we learn from all those failures. We learn from all the things we did wrong. And that's why it's so important to give yourself time, like a year instead of 30 days of confidence, because honestly, I don't yeah. believe that's enough time. You're yeah. not going to learn enough in 21, 30 days, anything like, for 30 days. Right. And that's like yeah. a good slogan for like starting a program or something. However, is it sustainable? Mm-hmm. Like, are you actually yeah. changing your habit? A hundred percent. And that was a big one for me. I wanted to be able to give it enough time to actually know what it is that I want. And things have changed so much in that year because they do, as we all know, you picture a year of your life and our lives can pivot so many times and we change our mind so many times. That's okay too. Hold on. You have like a business and you leave it behind and you move to Canada and all of that. And you said something about wanting, you know, to come back and have it be thriving, but then pivoting. So did you step away? Did you start something different? What did you do? So actually, yeah, when I was living away in Barbados, I loved that everything I did was online. So I had recently been working for a hotel management company and I did that from home for three years and I did all their social media, all their websites. I ran about 40 social media accounts. It was awesome because I loved travel and it was super cool to be a part of it and to help local businesses thrive. Um, but obviously in the pandemic people weren't traveling. So that wasn't a huge, um, industry to be in at the time. So I was laid off from that position and I was planning on opening my own digital marketing business in that time anyway, where I would get clients to help them with their social media and help them with business plans and, and grow that business. That was always my plan. Um, but something changed when the pandemic hit and, losing my job as much as I had already planned to pivot in general, it's like that identity hit for me. And I was just like, what is happening? Um, and that happened for a reason because I don't think that digital marketing was actually the place where I was supposed to be or where I wanted to be. And so that kind of pivoted and I decided to go all in, in my health and fitness business. So I had a coaching business. I did beach body coaching for a long time. And with that, and I also was an editor of a wellness magazine, a women's wellness wow. magazine here in Canada. So I had been doing that. I did them both from Barbados, which was super cool. did them side by side, but I felt this like ping in my heart, uh, almost every day for probably like six months. And I would like ignore it and I would shake it off and I'm like, get out of here. We're good. I don't need, I don't need your drama. I'm not ready to make a change. Um, and I was actually being pulled away from health and fitness and into more mental health and into life coaching where I could help clients on some of those deeper things, because I was already doing it with my fitness coaches or with my fitness clients. I was helping them you know, with these mental roadblocks. But for me, it didn't feel like I was making enough or that I could spend enough time with them. So I wanted to offer that like one-on-one approach with people a lot more. So that's what I pivoted into really coming into the year. And when I first started my podcast, I was still doing beach body coaching and still doing health and fitness. And for me, it just felt right. I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. But like, there's still that like little twig in there that was like, no, 
you're not. So it's really important to follow your heart. I love Beachbody. I love all the programs. I love the, you know, the community that we have and everything. It's, I still am a part of it and it's really important to me, but for me, I wanted to have more one-on-one. So I switched into life coaching. I did some courses. I take, took a little pivot, um, where I could have more one-on-one approaches with people and, it's been really cool. Like I yeah. still am baffled. I mean, that's and I think, amazing. yeah, my thought with it too, when it came to making that kind of jump and that shift yeah. out of one focus and into another one was that, well, what I I've been doing it for seven years as a beach body coach for seven years. And, uh, society tells us we don't change our minds. It's not okay to change our minds or to change yeah. our, you know, place of focus. <laughs> and, that was a really hard one for me because I had to remind myself it's okay to change. It's okay to make, you know, this pivot. And that, that was hard. That was really hard for me. I was actually on like an interview with someone who had recently done it too. And I was interviewing them for my podcast and I was like sitting there listening to them. I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Like, it's so true. Yeah, it's so real. It's true. You're, you're doing this interview for me. Like we're just talking like, right? and it was that click that I needed to make the change. Yeah. So let's talk about how that felt like making the change. Like, of course you said, you know, it was hard and I'm sure it felt Mm -hmm. uncomfortable, but how did you reinforce the fact that you didn't want to stay in the comfort zone? Interesting. Yeah. Because it was the fear and that uncomfort and that like the discomfort and all that stuff all came from the judgment of other people. It was never within me. So it was more telling my community and my friends and the people who I've been working with for the last seven years that I was going to make a change. It's kind of like leaving a job, right? Like, oh yeah. People start to guilt trip you or make you feel bad for anything like, you know, for doing something that makes you happy. It's just kind of the way society (laughs) unfortunately works. Sometimes they want you to stay stuck. They want you to stay behind with them and not that what they're doing is unaligned or anything like that. But for me, it wasn't aligned anymore. And I had to make that shift. And so the fear always came from disappointing other people. And I'm a people pleaser to my core. Right. But when I finally made the decision and told the people who were important to me that I was just, you know, trying something new and it felt light. It just felt like I was in the right place and signing my first one-on-one client and having my first call with them. I remember walking out uh, to my husband who was home at the time. And I was like, I'm good at this. And I have never said that to myself about anything. And I walked out and I was just like, I am good at this. I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And maybe again, it's, it's what I'm supposed to be doing right now. 10 years from now, that might change. And that's okay. Okay. If 10 years from now, I decide to go back into the corporate world. Great. Mm -hmm. If 10 years, even one year from now, if I change my mind and I Mm -hmm. want to pivot again right now, my focus is on, you know, women empowerment and confidence. Yeah. But if that changes, that's okay too. We learn from these things. Yeah, exactly. Just giving yourself that grace and giving yourself that encouragement to continue going and Mm -hmm. do what feels right for you. Mm -hmm. Huge. Every decision, every decision is on purpose. Like Mm -hmm. everything that you do is supposed to be done that way for a reason. That's how you learn. You learn, you like something or you don't like something. Same with relationships, right? Every relationship is a learning opportunity to find the partner that you want to be with forever. If I didn't have those relationships before, how was I supposed to know what I wanted in a healthy marriage? So true. Yeah. So true. And yeah, just circling back to like what we said at the beginning, like you do not have to follow what society wants exactly you You don't have to follow what everyone else is doing like just what makes you happy is is what you need to focus on Mm -hmm. exactly 
what advice would you give for somebody who's struggling with making that jump, making that leap? Mm. They're kind of toying with the happiness, um, you know, the idea of the things that they want to do that they know might make them happier, but they're a little scared. I'd say the biggest thing is navigating and figuring out what that is. What do you want? Because a lot of times when I sit down with a client, I actually learn that they have no idea what they want. And then women in general, we are told what we're supposed to wear, what we want, who we're supposed to marry, what jobs we're supposed to be. And we've been told this since a young age, um, how we're supposed to act. And I think it's really messed with us to the point where we don't know what we want anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that gets even worse after you grow up and you have a family and you have kids and you have this life that you've just have in your hands and you're like, wait a second, (laughs) I didn't even know how I got here. And then you have all the expectations of every other person in your family and it just gets heavy. Mm -hmm. And I think too, we're told so often like that we're supposed to make everybody else happy. And that just makes me sad to think about it like that. But anyways, my number one tip would be to figure out what you want. And it takes time. Like, I don't think you can sit here and listen to this and be like, oh yeah, I want this. Or you might even think you want that, but play it out, like role play with yourself to find Mm -hmm. out and navigate if that's something that actually feels good for you. And it's not something that other people are telling you. And if you're like, how do you find out what you want? Ask yourself, journal it, um, actually sit down and just write like, what do I want? And it might start Mm -hmm. off like with like an ice cream sandwich or like, these are the things I want for dinner. And that's okay too. It's important. It's like when you sit and you get in the car and you're like, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want for dinner? And like, you actually have something in your head. You know what you freaking want, but you won't (laughs) say it out loud. It's like, I want Taco Bell, but you won't say it. I really need you to like channel some courage and some power there and just say what you actually want. If there's there's one thing that you know in your heart, that's the one thing you want. And like, take that step forward. And then once you get there, figure out what you want to do from there. And like, it's going to change and be okay with that, but talk to yourself, be a weirdo and talk to yourself. I need to backtrack into what you just said about not rushing it. Like that's Mm. humongous. And I feel like everyone needs to get that point because truly so many of us rush through, you know, that decision-making process. And like you said, when we're 19 and we're checking boxes and we pick a major, it's like, it's such a rushed process, but people need to sit down when you're making these pivots and ask Mm -hmm. yourself the real questions. What do I really want? Don't rush it because that's how sometimes it's good to make those rush decisions, but Mm -hmm. not always. Mm -hmm. So we have to think about it and just, yeah, I love what you just said about picking like a couple of things that you want in this moment. So you can like train yourself to start listening to that voice inside. Like that's Mm -hmm. huge. Yeah. Because I don't know why I do this all the time. I know what I want. I want pizza for dinner or whatever. And I, I still let my husband pick and I'm like, wait a second. Why do we do that? I want pizza. (laughs) So just like, yeah. Training yourself to use your voice. Yeah. That's one of the keys to truly living a happy life. Mm-hmm. You have to, I mean, you, you got to listen to yourself. That's what we've been saying the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you didn't get that message yet, <laughs> I'm titling come, that episode. <laughs> come on over to my DMS and I will yes. tell you again. Okay. Speaking of your DMS, like where can everybody find you? And then just let us know, you know, a little bit about your podcast. Yeah. So you can connect with me on Instagram over at jess.clerk. Um, and you can check out my podcast at selfish confidence. And honestly, the start of selfish confidence was all about helping myself and helping women navigate finding their confidence again. And it still has that very big underlying core principle of finding yourself and helping you find the confidence to do things. 
but now it's taken a really important pivot into the unconventional life paths and helping you navigate, honestly, being a weirdo. And I shouldn't even say it like that, but like, that's what you feel like most of the time by yourself. You're alone. You feel weird. You feel like the black sheep of your family. Mm -hmm. I want you to have a place where you can feel yourself, feel confident, Mm -hmm. be excited to be yourself and just use that voice because I want you to be too much. I want you to be loud and proud and excited and go with it because we need you. There's a reason you're here and we need you to be yourself. Yes, exactly. And connecting with those other women and people in Mm -hmm. general who are doing Mm -hmm. this too. And just knowing you're not alone. You're not alone. Oh girl. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have to ask, like, I always ask everybody for a self-care tip. Your number one go-to, what would you share with everyone? My number one go-to self-care tip is to enjoy the foods you want. Ooh, instead of (laughs) if it's pizza, if it's hot dogs, I know we're going into the long weekend, but think about what it is that you actually want and go with it. Like, yeah, it's a big one because I think we often are, are pressured by society too to eat certain foods. And sometimes it's just important to enjoy good food and be okay with it. I love that. I feel like that's like the key to happiness. Just the word enjoy, enjoy. (laughs) I love Mm. it. Yeah. Girl, thank you so, so much. I hope that people feel just empowered to, you know, go after it after listening to this. So like, that's really my goal. Another amazing episode of the Ready to Rise podcast. Don't hesitate to share this with a friend that needs to hear it. Send it straight to their DMs. Take a screenshot, throw it up in your stories, tag me in it at Hello Audrey Rose. And don't forget, if you leave a written review on the iTunes app, that also helps people find it. So if it resonates with you, help others find it. And I can't wait to hear how much you loved this awesome episode. Have a blessed day.